love. Some would say it took a backseat when the pandemic forced us apart. As a family-run and proudly Canadian-owned company, Charm Diamond Centres saw the need to bring us together with tales of love and created the Canadian Love Map podcast. Since then, we've shared hundreds of real, uplifting stories that prove love conquers all. So thank you for listening. We couldn't do it without you. And remember, love starts here. He showed up with this little white shirt and a little bow tie and this curly black hair. And I looked over and I thought, "Uh uh-oh, he's the one, I'm doomed, you know, and I kind of knew then it's over. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Canadian Love Map. I'm Nancy Regan. Today's love story belongs to Sue and Jim, and it all started in grade one. From childhood crushes to high school sweethearts, their relationship seemed meant to be. But their story had a 30-year intermission before they found their happy ending. Okay, Sue and Jim, I've got you here, and I'm going to start where I usually finish with couples. Because with you guys, I want to start by asking, what is it you love most about each other? Who wants to go first? I'll start. Woo, love it. What do I love most about Sue? I would have to say her honesty and her authenticity, for sure. Um, Authentic in word and action and just very honest and loyal to friends. To me, that's what makes me love Sue and her sense of humor and things she says sometimes when she shouldn't say them. (laughs) Maybe we'll see an example of that today. We we might. We might. might. Yeah. What do I love about Jim? Well, look at him. (laughs) He's handsome and he's sexy, but I like his kindness. Um, uh, He's generous He's giving, he's loving. <laughs> Don't do that. He's lo- you're looking <laughs> for coaching from yeah, him. Yeah, I know. Yes. I love yeah. that. That's yeah. true teamwork. Yeah, no, Honey, what and, do I love about yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> and really, really, honestly, what I do love about him is his values, like his family values, his overall values, mm-hmm. um, his integrity. You know, he's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. So the question is, when did you guys first fall in love? How old do you think you were? It's he a, said, it's, she said. <laughs> it, it's a long story, and it starts way back in grade one. We were six years old. And I don't think we fell in love until much later, probably grades five or six, I would say. That's when we had our first kiss. And uh, I would say grade five. My timelines and my dates are much more accurate than Sue's. <laughs> She'll <laughs> fill in the details. She's more of a detail person. <laughs> but the dates, uh, I think it was grade five, we had our first kiss. So I would say that would probably be the first time we... We felt love. Okay, but let's not go to that salacious detail of the first kiss quite yet. Let's go back to grade one because that is so fun. What do you remember about meeting each other or being in that class together? What I remember about grade one is sitting at our desk with our hands folded and Jim was late arriving to class and he showed up with this little white shirt and a little bow tie and this curly black hair. And I looked over and I thought, "Uh oh, he's the one I'm doomed. This is not, you know, I, you know, and I kind of knew then it's like it's over. It's over. You know, it's that little red thread, oh, you know, that uh, so, yeah. So but was it love? 
puppy love. You know, my sister always uh, said that Jim reminded her of Donny Osmond. So it's appropriate that, you know, we were kind of in puppy love early on. And uh, and again, we only lived a street apart from each other. So there is always a lot mm. of interaction, you know, just in the neighborhood and community and stuff like that. As well. What was that interaction like? Like, what would you what would you do together or as part of a group or? Yeah, it was just mostly mostly schoolmates hanging out. We go to the school, play soccer. Yeah. Uh, we'd hang out, go to McDonald's, and uh, just go for walks yeah. and that kind of thing. It was very innocent times. Yeah, yeah it was holding uh, hands and stuff. Yeah, things but, have changed substantially yeah. over the years. But uh, I mean, what young people do for uh, hanging out and, and being together. But for us, it was very much around athletics. It was around soccer. It was around basketball. And just running around being fools and uh, having a good time. Yeah, we always both played on the varsity teams. And so I would be the captain of the girls' team. Jim would be the captain of the boys' team and and those kind of things. But even if we went to school dances, our teachers would encourage us to, why don't you and Jim go and dance, that kind of thing. <laughs> and, you know, they always saw that in us and um, I don't know how many dances we would be at and the chaperone would call Jim over and talk one day we won a spot dance and we won an album and the teacher said here let me show Jim some moves uh, football plays on the back of this album Buckman Turner Overdrive and uh, <laughs> and you know so it was always those kind of things like dancing was a big part of our of our past and well not so much our present <laughs> we just don't have occasion to get out and and dance but yeah so sports dancing that kind of thing but that reminds me there was a dance component for Jim really early on right there was <laughs> yeah you look yeah. Yeah. like you don't want to talk yeah. about it just come back to haunt me many many times oh, yeah. in my adult life uh yeah we started dancing my parents had a ballroom uh, dance school so I started dancing when I was four or five years old I guess me and my twin sister. So we were the act. We were the dancing twins. And so we did all the school plays and we went on Don Messer. We went on Lobster Trap and all the shows around the Atlantic provinces. So, yeah, doing... I'm going to interject to say Don yeah. Messer's Jubilee mm -hmm. was a TV show that was watched by literally anyone who had a television in the maritime mm -hmm. region. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was a big deal. We, uh, we were six years old, didn't have a clue what we were doing, went to Halifax from Moncton and uh, overnighted which is something we never did. And, uh, yeah, we got to meet all the people on Don Messer, which were incredible people. And, uh, yeah, I got paid to do it, Whoa. which I bought my first bike with. So it was kind of a cool, cool time. Yeah. So is that what attracted you to him, that you knew he was making money on it? <laughs> yeah, that's great, it. That's great great one. One. I had that, money. That's what, yeah, <laughs> he didn't let me ride the bike, but, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so our teachers would say, be sure to watch Jim and Jan tonight on XYZ Show. And uh, so that, but I do have that recording, if you ever want to see it, of Jim and Jan dancing with uh, the book to dancers and everybody else. So that was yeah, fun times. Oh, I want to see it. Um, okay, so let's go to mm. grade five. Tell yes. me about that first kiss. Go ahead, Sue. <laughs> <laughs> what do you remember? I remember us holding hands. I remember it being cold out. And I remember Jim coming in for the kiss. And I remember not liking it. Because it felt like he was covering my whole face with his mouth. And I kind of pulled back and I said, okay, you kiss that way. This is how I like to kiss. And which I had no clue what I was doing either. But I knew that it was like, I don't think this is how they do it in the movies. But it wasn't, it wasn't what I uh, 
I thought it was and going she's to still be. complaining to this day. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, coaching no, you from yes. the first Grade moment. Five. Yes, it was a very, you know, he's a very good kisser, I must say. Well, you, you're taking credit All for that, credit. though, really. Yes. <laughs> yeah. teacher. Yeah, that's right. Teacher. That's it. Uh, coaching, kissing coaching kissing with Sue. Coaching, kissing coaching. He that was a specialist yeah, in dance, you and yeah. you were a specialist in kissing. Go figure. Yeah. Grade five. <laughs> Where did the relationship go from there? What did it look mm. like through junior high and high school, right? And university. Off and on. Yeah. It was really, it was kind of a casual kind of relationship. We would, at times, we wouldn't know if we were going out or not. <laughs> she would call me up and say, are we dating? And I'd say, I'm not sure. And it was sort of like that all through junior yeah. high, high school, and even into university. It was just very, we would just get together and we'd be dating again. And otherwise, we yeah. were just sort of floating around. Yet everyone yeah. knew that we were together, you know, but... But sometimes I'd be like, oh, I haven't heard from Jim. And then all of a sudden the phone would ring, you know, and there would be Jim again. And I'd be like, I guess we're going out, <laughs> you know. So, but yeah, so, but we were always doing things with Jim's family and my family and that kind of thing. So it wasn't just a Jim and Sue relationship. It was very much with the family as well. So um, Jim's twin and I were on the same teams and stuff like that. So it was never... Jim was never not in my life, you know, mm -hmm. even um, even after, you know, when we officially broke up, I guess, you know, at one point in university, I would still be at his place and visiting his mom and his family and going over for dinner. And his mom was a fan. So oftentimes she would arrange dinner when Jim was going to be around <laughs> or something like that. Cause she was always trying to get us back together. But mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, that's great. So you talk about, uh, you mentioned when you split up in university. Mm -hmm. What happened there? Hmm. Getting juicy. Ah, getting juicy. Your version or my uh, version? Uh, I'll, I'll do my version. <laughs> okay. I, I, I started dating someone else and um, ultimately got married yeah. after I went through training in, in uh, Saskatchewan with the RCMP. So I came back from there, got married and sort of moved on into another life stream, if you will. And uh, did Sue go to your wedding? Mm -hmm. ah. Oh, there's a story. Yeah. Oh, there's a story. I did see him on his wedding day. I was oh. walking down the street with my best friend, and there's Jim on the other side of the street. And I go over, and my friend's version is I grabbed his, I poked him, <laughs> and uh, and we had conversation, and then. Um, and then he went off his merry way. But I still, at that, still even on that day, I kind of sensed that this is not over. And um, yeah, so, but Jim's version, um, when, you know, when we did split up at university, we had always been together, like always. And then at university, um, I waited a year. I went to another university before going to the same university as Jim. And when we got there, we we're both on our respective varsity uh, sports teams. And Jim said to me, we probably won't spend as much time together because I have studies. We have sports, you know, but we will get together. And I said, fine. And uh, meanwhile, there were other gentlemen who were expressing interest. But he said, Okay, if you don't say you love me, then I'm out of here. <laughs> so, oh, an and so, uh, yeah. And I remember that like it was yesterday. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah. Because and she couldn't say I love you. No, she has a difficult time with that. Yeah, 
Not now. Not now, but you did back then. I did, yeah. Yeah. So you issued an ultimatum. Yeah. And In (laughs) retrospect, probably not the greatest thing to do. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I just went off and did my own thing. Wait a sec, what was her answer when you said that? I went went mute. She went mute and didn't say anything. Yeah. And we were young and we were were trying to figure things out. Yeah. So ultimately, yeah, I got married 15 years, two boys, a career, that kind of thing. And all the way to 30 years apart from Sue. But we had contact off and on throughout those 30 years. How had you felt on your wedding day when you had that interaction with her on the street and you were on your way to get married? Yeah. Uh, My mom was a huge, huge fan of Sue's. Sue was like her daughter, another daughter. And my mom was not a fan of my first wife's. I say that because I was married twice. Mm -hmm. And she was not a fan at all of uh, my first wife. And uh, so actually standing in the aisle of the church, my only thought was I shouldn't be doing this. And uh, the only thought I had was, well, she waited around six months while I was at training. Therefore, I should be, I was the guy of commitment. I was brought up that way. Mm -hmm. But the thought of, yeah, just run away. Don't do it. I'm sitting there in my red surge and uh, I shouldn't be doing this. And thank you, Sue. But the congregation is there. The, the pews Everything are is filled. There. Yes. Yeah, it's a hard. Everything thing is to... saying no, no, no. But uh, yeah. So, um, fifteen years later, yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Charm Diamond Centers, Canada's largest family-owned jewelry store. They are proud to be putting love on the map. And the staff at Charm Diamond Centers are thrilled to be a part of your love story too. So visit CharmDiamondCenters.com or one of your local stores. Love starts here. So the beautiful thing about relationships, I think, is that where many people see them as being failed relationships mm-hmm. if you get a divorce. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had two mm-hmm. beautiful kids, so it all it all makes us who we are, right? True. And true. relationships, some relationships end. A lot mm-hmm. of relationships mm-hmm. end one way or the other. Right. Right. So what happened when yours ended, and how did you find your way back to each other? Hmm. Well, like I said, you know, we never... Um, you know, I was always in touch with his family, so I always knew what was going on in Jim's life and stuff like that. But even my, again, I just knew, even for my 50th uh, birthday, my best friend commissioned a Holly Carr uh, painting. If you're familiar with Holly yeah. Carr, she does beautiful stuff. But it was um, uh, Sue's favorite things. And so she has this beautiful painting of me sitting on my deck at the cottage in my running gear with a book in one hand, a glass of wine in the other, um, lavender, ladybugs, you know, all of the fun things, birds, you know, literally holly, and uh, a wine bottle with the label, and on the label it has JB, Jim's initials. So this was, Jim wasn't even in my life then, and so, but these these were my favorite things, right? Did you know as soon as you saw that work of art, what the JB was for? Yeah, because again, I think I drove my best, you know, we're best friends for over 40 some years, and I drove her crazy with Jim's stories. I, you know, she met Jim's mom, you know, the whole bit, you know, so, um, so yeah, so we always knew that, or I always knew but, as but far, it's not like you were sitting around pining no, for him. Absolutely not. You know, I lived in Europe. I, you know, I met some really nice guys. I dated. 
a lot, um, a fair bit. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. <laughs> Jim clears us yeah, up. A fair bit. And, uh, but uh, some, I remember one guy in particular saying to me, I get the feeling that you're just not available because anytime I would get that sense of, uh oh, they're looking for a commitment, I'd be like, I'm out of here. And, uh, and I, because again, it, um, I remember one guy, actually, I don't think I ever told you this story, maybe, you know, but one guy, um, you know, took me out to dinner and we, I'd known him for many years. And he's, you know, he was pining a little bit and uh, actually broke down in tears. And he said, I know I will never be able to compete with Jim. You oh, know? wow. Yeah. So. Whew. So that's, yeah. that's really yeah. amazing to me because you had this certainty, yet it's not like you were in a victim role or in a, in a weak role. You just were like, yeah, I know he'll come yeah. back around. No big deal. Yeah. And I'll be happy until he does. Absolutely. Huh. You nailed it. Okay. So yeah. how did the reunion happen? Keep it clean. <laughs> okay. Which one? That'll be the hard part. Yeah. I better talk. Oh, you better talk. Yeah. Uh, we were both in Toronto. I was single. Sue was single and uh, just uh, finishing up a major project in Toronto, the uh, G20 summits. 11 years ago. And um, we've been um, in touch somehow. By email, I think. uh, Yeah. And sometimes it was just, you know, here's a funny for the, you know, I used to call them a smile du jour, you know. So here's a a laugh for the day. And we would kibitz back and forth. And at one time he was, um, I was going to, because I traveled a lot with my job as did Jim. And so I said, why don't we get together for a beer and rehash things and play catch up and... um, and so Jim showed up at my door, and he thought I was with another guy at this point, so he didn't think it was a big reunion, um, and this other person had been long gone. But um, so Jim showed up, and like I, I was used to his curly hair, too. <laughs> and so, uh, so we, you know, we just chatted, and it was like, uh, I remember that day uh, saying to Jim, and he took offense to it, I said, this feels like an old pair of slippers. And he took major offense to that. Just what a guy wants to hear <laughs> yeah. after 30 years. Yeah. You Very know, nice. and, but it just. How romantic. Yeah. How romantic. But it, it is, though. It, it was, you know, cozy. It just felt right. And, you know, you comfortable and, and all of those things. So, so we just, you know, had our beer and had some pistachios and caught up. And, um, and then we just kissed again you know and I and I still wasn't doing it right I was just checking to see if he had learned anything along the way Mm -hmm. (laughs) you want to give a report yeah yeah Yeah, it was pretty good 10 10 10 yeah so yeah so that's how we we kind of then we started dating like officially dating and Jim's a Mr. Romantic kind of guy so the people at the office he was driving them crazy because I'd go to work and there'd be a bouquet of roses and when that one died there would be another bouquet of roses <laughs> and so on. And like some of the uh, the guys were saying, Jim, you're killing me, you know, you know, just because he was constantly his little Mr. Romantic guy with beautiful cards and he loves to write. So um, I still have uh, all the letters he sent to me from university, which was fun when we did get back together because we went through those and had a laugh. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, still have the gifts that he gave me in grade nine. We were in uh, getting 
going back a ways, uh, we we're in the playground and it came to his attention that day was my birthday. So we bolted off to Kmart with Stephen and came back with this beautiful little necklace that I still have. I was going to bring it just for fun today. And uh, but anyway, so when we got back together, I said, Jim, I get these letters downstairs. I'm going to go get them. And we just had a hoot because, you know, he was, uh, you know, said, I'm going to be a pilot one day. Do you want to come and live in California with me and all these things and in these letters? So but anyway, yeah, so that's that was day one of uh, of our reuniting. And, you know, of course, there's. Over the years, because of our dancing, because of our sports, and because of you know the um, the history of high school and university and junior high, music is a trigger for us. So then we were playing, you know, the song "Reunited," you know, and it feels so good. Yeah. And, you know, again showing our age, but can you sing that too? Just oh, remind us. Okay, <laughs> okay, give me a B. <laughs> I'll like I'll go. Yeah, you don't want that. Um, yeah, so you know, so that was kind of fun too. So what was the relationship like once you got back together after that 30-year gap? We mm. both changed, obviously, having had full careers, uh, different friends, uh, matured, and that kind of thing. So I think it, it changed the dynamics quite a bit, but uh, for the better. We both brought uh, different things to the relationship. And uh, I knew as soon as we got back together that that was it for me. It was going to be... Uh, I've been through some marriages that, like I say, you learn from them, you experience things, you have two boys from them, but this was different. This was going to be my my uh, final love for sure, my only love. So, uh, yeah, I knew it. So within three months, I had a, a ring that I uh, worked on with a jewelry jeweler to, uh, to build for Sue. And after three months, I had this nice romantic in the Muskoka's hotel and uh, at this big dinner. and uh, More flowers. More flowers. <laughs> and it was really quite romantic. So we went for dinner that night, and I had the ring with me, and I pushed the box across the table to her, and she just kind of looked at it like, what is this? It's three months after we've gotten back together. <laughs> and uh, you could tell what it was. So she opened it very slowly. Gingerly. Gingerly. Like, just see her now. Butter. Yeah. If you ever saw the parquet commercial where you open it up <laughs> yes. and it says butter. Well, she opened it and closed it really quickly. Oh my gosh. And did this about four times and looked at me like, what is this? Like I was crazy. So I said, no, no, no. It's just, it's just something for you. It doesn't have to be what you think it is. But for me, it was an engagement ring to eventually get married one day. Yeah, and to me, it's a commitment ring. You know, we're committed to each other. And to Jim's point, we have grown. One of the things when Jim and I get back together, his mom, you know, I was very close with his mom as well. And he, Jim said to me, you know, mom always wanted us to get back together. And, you know, of course, I knew that. But uh, he said even on her deathbed, unfortunately, she has passed, um, and, you know, turn to you and what did she say to you um basically she said make sure that you get back together with sue one day yeah and, and my so, dad did the same thing on his deathbed oh, yeah. so it was like yeah they were very much sue fans but i didn't believe that you know i thought that's a bit much right <laughs> you know i thought okay you know he's uh he's that's pretty good but then there were family reunions and I'm sitting beside his older sister and she said, you know, mom, when she was ill, she said, but, you know, and I was like, 
oh my god you know like so it was it was uh not that i doubted him but i kind of thought it was it was lovely but oh she knew you both so well yes and she could just see it so clearly yeah yeah Yeah, we have a good life we have a lot of fun we laugh like fools Uh, bathroom humor is not unusual at our house (laughs) um but it's uh you know like and sometimes i forget that we're not high school kids anymore honestly you know like i think that you know a lot of time has passed but let's live it up now you know this is it this is not uh, a dress rehearsal this is you know we're playing the back nine and you know and we're blessed with good health we're blessed with experiences and and friends and family so what more could you ask right so we're we're really lucky I'm still holding out the hope that at one point when I'm 80 <laughs> years old we'll get married on a beach somewhere but uh I'll just hold out that yeah. hope yeah. and so continue on. Years ago, 30 years ago, no, actually 30 plus 11. Mm-hmm. So 41 years ago, he gave you an ultimatum. If you can't tell me you love me, mm. that's it. We're done. Mm. Can you tell him now for me, please? <laughs> mm-hmm. He knows I love him. But it did take me a while for um, when we did get back together. Like it bothered him that I still couldn't because I don't know it. it I, you know, you and I've had that conversation on the side, but um, it took a while. And now I can say, I love you, Jim, very much. And, uh, you know, he, um, yep, we were meant to be together. And like I said, it, there was just never any question in my mind, you know, so. There you go, Jim. It took a while, though. It took a while, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like pulling teeth, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, here, here's it off and. Sometimes we'll just stop in the middle of the street and just say it. Uh, I love you guys. Yeah. I think that I, I think that um, you're both just uh, bundles of positive energy. Mm-hmm. I love being mm-hmm. around you. Yeah. I so appreciate you doing this, yeah. and I know people will really have enjoyed hearing your story. Thank you, Nancy. We love you. Love you too. Thanks so much for listening to the Canadian Love Map. If you love us, please subscribe and share. We'll be back next week with another love story to add to the map. This podcast is presented and made possible by Charm Diamond Centers. It's hosted by me, Nancy Regan, and is produced and distributed by Podstarter.